everybody to the Tattle Pod podcast. This is a moment you've all been waiting for. A longer podcast than my first three-minute introduction. And you're welcome. By everybody, I mean my kids who can't get enough of me or who aren't currently mad at me. My sister, a couple of good friends, and possibly my boyfriend. Yeah, definitely my boyfriend. He is 100% going to censor this before it goes out into the world. And some former co-workers who, by some stroke of a miracle, I haven't managed to offend, or maybe I did offend, but they don't care. And they must still find me mildly entertaining. Today is officially my first podcast, and I hope that you liked the intro music. If you're wondering if I randomly picked Tango or truly like it, the answer is I do, I do like it. And you might want to thank me because I was contemplating playing a recorder for my first music intro, which I may, it might still happen. I don't know. I have zero doubts actually that there will be an upcoming episode with me blowing in the recorder for your entertainment or maybe the harmonica. And no, playing instruments is not the talent that I have with my mouth. We won't go any further. We won't walk out on that branch any further because we all know where that was headed. So I have received my first plea for help via email at tattlepod at gmail.com. And it was my only email actually, so there was no dicking around trying to decide which email I was going to address today. So only you, dear writer, know who you are and I thank you for your email. Without you, I would have had to email myself and I'm actually surprised that one of my smart ass younger children didn't send in a complaint about me. I would have laughed and I would have taken care of it. Or one of my ex-husbands, and yes, that is plural. I have managed to fool two people into marrying me and vice versa, for that matter. So before I begin, I am not any type of advice provider and taking my advice is an enter at your own risk situation. Again, you have been warned. It may not turn out for you the way that you want, but I'm gonna try my best. So let's get to it. Again, what everybody has been waiting for, my insight, encroaching a diatribe for our correspondent who writes, Dear Tattlepod, please help me. A coworker and friend of mine told me that I was damaged the other day when we were talking about relationships. I actually have had some shitty relationships, but I've never shared that information with her. She thinks that because I am single and I don't try very hard to find a significant other, that apparently there is something wrong with me. I think that there is something wrong with her. She can't even be by herself. She can't do any social event without a humongous friend group. And besides that, she's drunk all of the time. I don't think I've ever seen her outside of work where she wasn't drunk or getting drunk. If anyone's damaged, I think it's her. I usually just ignore the comment when she says that I'm damaged, but one of these days I'm really going to have a good comeback. Please help. Well, you've come to the right place. At least I think so. Some people might disagree. So, dear damaged person, uh, I'm joking. That wasn't very nice of me. You did leave it wide open for me, though. No pen name, nothing, but it's actually not required for an email to me. I'm just giving you a hard time. Sometimes that's what I do best. And for that purpose, I will tell myself what I feel that you should say to this friend of me of yours. Piss off and suck a dick. 
All right, well, that wraps it up for this first episode. I'm joking. Actually, if you do say that, could you at least record the event and let me know the result? Um, I can sympathize with your position. Maybe not exactly, but I also have had friends who aren't actually friends. I mean, I think we all have, right? So I'm going to venture a little off track here. I can relate to this non-friends situation. Frankly, I have quite the rap sheet for creating relationships with frenemies. I am not a personality that is for the faint of heart, according to my father. And I mean, he does know me well, so he's probably right. And that doesn't hurt my feelings. I wear that proudly. But sometimes my unorthodox lifestyle, bluntness, and colorful language are just not for everyone and maybe a little unsettling. And I'm more okay with that. A matter of fact, I have provided a lot of good material for gossip mongers. Not saying that you have created your experience. I'm just trying to relate, make myself a little relatable for you. So I just, I don't get that. I mean, personally, if I don't like someone, I don't really care if they know that I don't like them. It doesn't matter to me. And furthermore, I don't entertain like spending time with them. I mean, I have better things to do and I would assume that they do as well. If anyone in my life is out there and listening to this and wondering if I'm referring to you, well, you're probably right. Bravo. So um, back to helping this writer or, or our friend here. Obviously, your frenemy has more happening internally than simply having the audacity to speak out of turn by referencing what she wishes were to be true about your life. Because she can't fathom spending time by herself without any distractions because that would likely force her to acknowledge a situation that is painful. Uh, This isn't about you. I mean, it's about her. You know, it's not you, it's me. But you're never going to get that from her. So it sounds like um, you don't feed into her attention-seeking behavior, where she probably gains her affirmation of character. I mean, misery does love company. This is an attempt, conscious or not, who knows, to make you feel less than to make her feel better about herself. You present a threat to her reality and with your contentness and your self-confidence. I'm actually not going to promote for you to be harmful to someone who is already hurting. And from what sounds like, she's, you know, hurting herself. But I also do feel that you don't need to completely spare her. You should always protect yourself. And that can even look like turning away. But it sounds like you've already tried this and that it hasn't worked. So some recourse does in fact need to happen. Do not lose control. Preserve your composure. Becoming pissed off and bolstering up like a silverback gorilla, even if you are correct, defaults you into being like in the wrong and worse solidifies her statement as accurate. And I know this is true because I have behaved poorly myself and made myself look like an ass many times. Maybe consider responding calmly with, tell me why you feel that you have the insight into my life. Do you know something that I don't know? Please do share. I love talking about me.
or that is an inaccurate assessment. I personally just like myself so much that I prefer to spend time with myself. I'm telling you, there is nothing that gets to a person who is not your friend more than when you are happy with yourself and your situation. This is unfortunate, but true. Because your friends are going to be happy that you're happy. So it is pretty clear to me that you are going to have to be the person to shut this nonsense down. Because she isn't going to stop until she succeeds in making you look less than. She doesn't like you. She is not your friend. So stop wasting your time. She is actively trying to find fault in you. Say your piece, don't mince words, and exit stage right. Or at least I, I think that's the directions like you're supposed to go. Also keep in mind that this is not your place to enlighten her in regard to her own situation any more than it was hers to offer her assessment about what she thinks is your personal life. Trust me, she knows. Call me crazy, crazy. Plenty of people do. But I bet that if you were not so content and you sad sapped around and self-medicated with booze, food, or whatever your vice would be, she would probably be more comfortable and wouldn't come at you in that manner. You might be pals, probably be buddy-buddy because she'd feel more comfortable around you. Moving forward, if you do find yourself in the unfortunate situation of having to endure further social time with this frenemy, only engage in superficial and brief conversation. And don't feed into her attention-seeking behavior. Just move on with yourself. Spend your time more wisely. A piece of advice. Drunk friends are often fake friends. You don't need her to be your friend. We have already established this. You are fantastic. And you know it. And having the ability to enjoy being single is a talent and, well, fantastic. So congratulations to you. You should be proud of yourself. Finally, from your mother, because that's why you wrote, isn't it? And on your behalf, dear frenemy, I hope that you have tuned in and I hope that you recognize yourself. What I would suggest is for you to, as I've said, piss off. Stop making unsuccessful attempts to make a perfectly happy, independent, intelligent and successful person look less than. I mean, are you jealous much? It's not going to work. She's sober. She has only allowed you to skate by thus far and is keen to your game. If I were you, frenemy, I wouldn't force her into any situation where she has no other choice but to cause you to look foolish. I mean, she is playing with a full deck. I guarantee that it won't be fun for you. So how about saving yourself and get acquainted with the color of your own britches? So I hope that helps. That's all for this week on the Tattlepod podcast. And I hope this encourages other people to email me at tattlepod at gmail.com. I hope you found it helpful and that other listeners can select bits that might be helpful in their own life situations. So remember, there's no shame in tattling to your mother. We'll talk next week.